Hello, I'm Vada. I'm Carlo. And you are listening to VCR. Welcome back. As always, we're always thrilled to have you back. So, Carlo, I was thinking, you know, and this is something that has kind of come up quite a few times. I see a very, very common theme at a lot of parties, costume parties, especially Halloween parties. But I also see it like when people just do like themed parties. Uh, someone who is always at this party, Wonder Woman. Sure. Wonder Woman <laughs> is everywhere. Like, I, if you go to a costume party, you will find two or three Wonder Women, you know, running around. You know, Halloween party especially. But, like, when when schools do, like, Superhero Day, you have, like, two or three or four yeah people who have dressed as Wonder Woman. Admittedly, you'll have like 35 Harley Quinns. Yes. Two two will be really good, and then a lot lot will be just like, I bought the jacket, or I just put on the makeup, but still, you'll have a a bunch of them. But you'll always have a little respect for like the first big uh, name in uh, in female superheroes. Yes, which is, of course, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. And... and Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman. <laughs> I love that theme song. Uh, but you have her everywhere. And yeah. she is an extremely popular superhero. But I feel like also, if it wasn't for recently the, the more DC-ish movies, um, she's a, a character I just don't think a whole lot of people take the time to explore. They don't, and and DC historically does not really until the until the movies recently. There isn't a lot of like, hey y'all, you know who's a really good member of the Justice League? Wonder Woman. Like if you if you watch the old like Bruce Tim cartoons, she was an active member and very important to the storyline. If you play the occasional video game, if you if you are a nerd and you're already steeped in the culture, you see her all the time. But she doesn't get the like. You, you don't you're not expected to know her as I know about much as much about her as you would about like you, everyone knows Superman like yeah. it's not a, that'd be weird if someone's like he's from where <laughs> oh he's an alien that's interesting I assumed he was American like you get like oh Batman is really millionaire Bruce Wayne really like no uh-huh. that that's considered like common knowledge but if you ask someone well where does Wonder Woman come from you might get it oh she's from an Amazon she's from the Amazon tribe maybe now definitely like okay well how did she get her powers and you might might get an answer if they've seen the movie but if someone didn't see that movie and they weren't already a nerd chances are there are their answer be like uh i think her lasso gave her powers yeah and see that and you're right a lot of people think oh my god it's the lasso and that the lasso is her only kind of real weapon and in reality that's not true and looking up some interesting stuff on wonder woman so today's magical and interesting topic is superman no i'm kidding wonder woman we're gonna be talking wonder wonder woman wonder woman yeah we're all gonna be all about wonder woman today and how i had a massive crush on her growing up because linda carter was our first (laughs) wonder woman i was like oh my god so pretty uh so uh yeah just like beat me up wonder woman please 
but yes, <laughs> Wonder Woman, that is our topic today. And of course, we can't just jump into Wonder Woman because she'd kick your ass. But yep. the other thing is we have to kind of look at the history of Wonder Woman, which was pretty damn fascinating when I was looking into that. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, just totally fast. And so I'm going to start us off with a basic history. And I know you'll jump in there with a more in-depth type of stuff. But um, Wonder Woman, we first see her come onto uh, the scene, as we'll call it, in 1941. So this is our World War II period for all of you historians out there. So we have Wonder Woman who's popped up during the World War II era. So for all of you who were debating the whole movie like, oh, well, she's World War One. That is not true. Uh, she is actually uh, set and created for World War Two. And, and that's why in the law of the comics, in the original comics, you'll see Wonder Woman and plots where she's dealing and fighting with Hitler or the other Axis powers. And so Wonder Woman is truly a World War II thing. I know the movie put her in World War I, but that was because they felt uh, they didn't want people to feel like, oh, well, they're biting off of the whole Marvel thing because of Hydra and the World War II connections there and, and, and you know, uh, Captain America. But the truth is, a lot of those superheroes are from that World War II period. You know, of course, Captain America, but I think, you know, uh, Wonder Woman. If you're having a World definitely. War, it makes sense to have it, yeah. superheroes to be comforting children. Well, no. wait, so he's going to kill all the Jews? No, Captain America is going to punch that bitch in the face. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, cool. And he's going to kill all all the, the non-heterosexual people? No, no. Because one woman, Wonder Woman, is going to tear that bitch in half. <laughs> that's what it's. That's what they're for. That is what they're for. Yeah. So you know, you have, and well, you're not totally wrong on that because there was propaganda related to it. Because you would see these uh, superheroes, especially during this uh, time period's uh, comic publications, and they are out there and they're promoting buying war bonds. You know, so uh, and even promoting things such as victory gardens and, and teamwork and stuff like that. So you had a lot of them out there who, who were, you know, really pushing the war effort at home and encouraging, you know, children to do the same thing as well. So, again, Wonder Woman, total World War II uh, character, and she is actually quite a brilliant character at that very complex so let me go into sharing screen with carlo because i can't share screen with my my audience here can we no we just can't i mean it's so heartbreaking but me and carlo are going to look over a few things and spit out some interesting knowledge for you so wonder woman is created by a psychologist uh by the name of william malton uh marston or the pen name Charles Malton. Um, I have problems pronouncing his name. Uh, Malton. Is that how I would say it, Carlo? It might be Malton. Uh, M-O-U-L-T-O-N. I don't know. Malton. How to... Yeah. So um, he is the creator of Wonder Woman. Again, a psychologist. But there's some fascinating stuff going on here. So Charles, or William, is married to Elizabeth. Now, you would think that Wonder Woman, 
would have been based on his wife elizabeth but no well, there's no, a... she is credited with she is credited with co-creating along with the artist yes uh, harry g peter right they, they are the collectively created the character so she's part she's co-creator mm. no but you're right no, not based on her <laughs> but not she's not the inspiration or the basis apparently uh william and elizabeth had a domestic partner who yeah, they had a life partner yeah they had a life partner so they have a third uh person in their relationship uh olive brine who uh, b-y-r-n-e probably burn Bur why shouldn't it just be a u anyway so uh, <laughs> But I won't get into <laughs> phonetics with anyone, but uh, the whole She's point the inspiration is, for Wonder Woman. Don't she argue is, with she is the physical inspiration for Wonder Woman, according to this. And this becomes very, very interesting. So you get this interesting character who comes out of this interesting uh, life inspiration. And, you know, that that's that's kind of your result is this is what who wonder woman is based on now sadly i don't have a picture of her of olive let me see if they have anything um carlo let me move no there's actually no photos of her at least uh, that we can find here there might be yeah, somewhere else there may be yeah well, at least not on this source but she did pass away in um 1990 in florida so huh interesting yeah. but that is who wonder woman is kind of uh based on and then even down to her uh, her bracelets pretty famously uh the the bracelets that wonder woman has, has the indestructible bulletproof uh protective uh defensive bracelets uh, Olive wore bracelets like that. That was kind of her, like her, her fashion sense, mm -hmm. which is why where that idea, part of that inspiration was, presumably, yeah, like Olive was a, a badass, and they were like, well, let's, let's give her, a, like, give her the bracelets. We gotta pay a little homage, pay a little respect. Okay, so I found her. I found a picture of her. She's an attractive woman. You know, she's, uh, you know, my voice went up a little there, but my, she's an attractive woman. Uh, you know what? I, I can see why they cast Linda Carter because I, you know, this, she has kind of a Linda Carter kind of look, don't you think, Carla? I think so. Like, there's something to the cheeks. I think, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Kind of the, the bone structure, yeah. Mm -hmm. So kind of interesting, but yeah, and, and, and you know, an attractive woman. So very, very interesting yeah. uh, happenings here. Uh, I was definitely going to try to find that because I was like, okay, I kind of need to know what she looks like. But that <laughs> is our our basis for Wonder Woman. Now, uh, going into a little bit more of this. So, like I said, created by this psychologist who yep. creates and is kind of she's kind of introduced in a way uh, first as kind of this uh, psychological theory known as disc theory, uh, which I'm a little bit familiar with, not overly familiar with, but then from there, she kind of takes off into this comic book um, status. But disc theory, is, for those who aren't aware, uh, is a, I'm going to read you the quick definition, is a behavior self-assessment tool originally based 
on the 1928 disc emotional and behavioral theory of psychologist William uh, Moulton Marston, uh, which centered on four personality traits, dominance in inducement inducement i had a yeah sorry i have to get closer to my screen and compliant (laughs) this theory was then developed into a behavioral a uh, behavioral like system but the the idea is because and i think this is important to to their to their little triad um they were vocally uh, very uh feminist forward uh forward thinking and openly uh, practitioners of BDSM. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that dominance and submission are pretty obvious what those are. Uh, making someone do what you want, being made to do something someone else wants. Inducement can convince to do someone else, do, do someone else. But, but the, the idea is um, that responding to these at once personality traits and to, a, to, a, to an extent needs, sometimes you need to be Sometimes you need to be in control of your life. Sometimes you need someone else to be in control of your life. Sometimes you need to convince others to do something you want. Sometimes you need to be convinced to do something others want. Um, obviously flows very neatly into BDS, into responsible BDSM uh, practices like uh, shibari, which is a Japanese word for tying people up in ropes, where there's a lot of communication, a lot of doing as you're told so you don't get hurt because tying people up in ropes can be dangerous. Uh, doing uh, doing it properly and safely and being able to dominate someone else safely and respectfully. So this theory and BDSM are very tight and neatly con- uh, connected, as was William Olive and uh, William Elizabeth and Olive, because that is something they openly clearly like. No, yeah, we do that. We are into mm-hmm. BDSM uh, all together, and there's a and I think I don't know if they ever put it this way, but there's an honesty to it. There's a there's a there's a truthfulness of it, like. I don't know if they ever did in the comic. They definitely should have had an episode or in the in the comic at one point or another where some uh, someone gets tied up by Wonder Woman. They're like, I've always wanted this. I've <laughs> always wanted someone to just to tie me up and remove my ability to say no. And now we have it. Thanks, Wonder Woman. And she's like, all right, look, that's great and all, but it's not really fair for you to kind of thrust me in that position. I'm beating you up now. That'd be fine. <laughs> right. Now... Let's talk a little bit about Wonder Woman's history herself, because she, because me and you were trying to figure this out earlier, mm-hmm. um, because Wonder Woman has a, a very interesting uh, family history, let's put it like that. So originally, Wonder Woman, as we all know the story, Wonder Woman is the princess of the Amazon tribe, you know, and yeah. originally we know of her mother who is hippolyta yeah and according to the original storyline where because uh wonder woman doesn't start off immediately as dc comics dc comics comes in and sweeps her up uh, eventually owning her but originally it, there was these other different comics same thing with superman superman mm-hmm. started off as a different uh comic uh brand and then eventually dc comes in and swoops that up but for wonder woman the original storyline is that she of course is the daughter of queen hippolyta and hippolyta had created her out of clay now yeah. later on dc comic gets a hold of the storyline and changes that 
by basically making her um, the biological daughter of Zeus and Hippolyta. So then me yeah. and Carlo were like, well, then she's a Greek god. I was like, and I thought like, no, Hippolyta, I don't think she's, she's not a goddess. She's just a queen. Yeah. And that's I'll, bad, but that makes her half a god, right? Right. And then in my mind, I thought Hippolyta was always a god, a yeah, goddess. Maybe she had some god blood. So, right. So then me and Carlo went in and looked up the history on Hippolyta, which still equals Wonder Woman as being kind of a demigod. If you look at the whole uh, DC storyline, but what ends up happening is uh, Hippolyta is queen of the Amazons, which makes her human. Um, Wonder Woman's father, which is interesting to the the movie, Wonder Woman's father is Ares. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, well, no, not in Wonder Woman's. Yeah. Wait, no, 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 wait, no, no. It was no, uh, his grandfather. Yeah, Zeus. Her grandfather oh. is Ares. Yes, her grandfather is her Ares. Dad was Ares. No, her dad was Ares. One of those. No, let me let me go back into this. All so <laughs> DC DC basically says that Wonder Woman is the daughter of Zeus and Hippolyta. Now, if you go back on Hippolyta, Hippolyta is human uh, on her mom's side, but. Ares is her father. So this would be Wonder Woman's grandfather, who, Mm -hmm. if you look at the whole storyline in Wonder Woman, uh, the recent Wonder Woman, not the 1984, but the one before that, well, she is in war with Ares, who ends up being her her grandfather. So it's kind of interesting. I don't know if anyone just didn't pay attention to that or they're like, "Eh, who cares? Let's roll with it. Uh, But according to this, um, you know, Ares is, you know, Hippolyta's father making that, wonder woman's grandfather yeah i don't think anyone really paid attention to their mythology when doing this (laughs) or they they just like uh in the plot someone like "Ooh, what about aries it makes sense he would want war but they maybe they maybe for the movies they're just going uh it may be that they're just going with she's an amazon just that's just how amazons do and you know i think think it's kind of a weak answer but fine I think that would even have made the the storyline even more fascinating uh, for if they had actually rolled with it and kind of paid attention to this, that, mm. you know, ooh, she's going to fight her grandfather. That's that's kind of, I think that's kind of a cool uh, add in there, but, you know, that's just me. Mm. What do I know? But either way, it makes her a demigod if you look at it as Zeus is her dad and Hippolyta being her her mother. So kind of an interesting thing going on there. Uh, So that's a little bit of her origins. Now, getting into her weapon tree, because a lot of people just think immediately it's just her, you know, lasso. But that's not true, is it, Carlo? Apparently there are Mm -hmm. other things about her uh, because people are kind of like, oh, it's just the lasso. And and she has super strength, right? Uh, But that's not true. Uh, Sometimes she can fly 
Yeah, sometimes she can. And sometimes uh, she has an invisible jet. Sometimes she can fly. <laughs> if you look at Justice League in the cartoon, yeah, she has an invisible jet. Uh, but according to this, something that we all forget, part of the costume quotes, air quotes type of thing that she wears is she has those uh, bracelets on her yep. arm. Indestructible, except every once in a while when they have to uh, have someone be able to break them to show how to break her her bracelets to show how powerful they are. Yeah. Whenever the comic book writers get lazy, indestructible means you know pretty pretty breakable. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, and her, her tiara. Yeah. Her tiara. <laughs> like Alice Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's it's used as a basically a projectile. Yeah. Uh, so it's her tiara, her bracelets, and her lasso of truth. Um, her only real weakness is if Carlo, she's bound by what? Uh, originally, they, I mean, they've, they've gone back on this. They, they've dropped this, I think, completely nowadays. But originally, uh, her weakness was to one of her weaknesses. The main one was if she was in any way bound by a man. So if someone was like gun to some somebody's head, hey, I'm gonna like one of my men are gonna put handcuffs on you, or we're gonna tie you up in the lasso of truth. And if they did it and she didn't fight back, she just let them do it. Now she was tied up, she would lose her powers. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of So a... I mean if she she could still like, you know, if they just kinda like if she could pick the lock, she'd be fine. But she could no longer just like break a she couldn't just break the handcuffs anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh which again, part of disc theory, part of BDSM, part of that. Yeah, it, there, there's a lot the creation. Yeah, there yeah. there's a lot melting yeah. into that, right? There. Yeah, and it, it was not <laughs> And it's it's not a uh, and because I've seen this read as like oh the only way uh, the most powerful female character could ever be beaten is if a man tied her up like well yeah if she willingly gives up if she chooses to give it up because they can't just hold her down and tie her up that doesn't work as well like she has to choose to give that give that up uh, if she gives up her freedom then she chooses to give it up that that's what she's that's the disc theory aspect of it. It's not about a man can force her to do something. It is if she gives away that power, she gives that power away, and that power must be returned uh, or taken back. Yeah, that's the point of it. No, no. but th- this happened a lot to Wonder Woman. There was a lot of things because she was so iconically a feminist character, and she remains by constant by growing and like more than other superheroes. Like there's this idea like you have to reset and go back to where you began. Wonder Woman doesn't tend to do that. She just kind of like goes on to the next click over and like, well, this is now that she's a feminist icon of this movement, it progresses. Just like even though she was clearly the third in a relationship, uh, Wonder Woman wasn't canonically bisexual for many years. They're like, oh, no, I mean, that's 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 fine. Even though in the very early comics, they even make a comment at one point of um uh, of course, the like oh Amazons, you don't know love because you don't have men. Like we know of love, sexual and romantic. Of course we do. We've been, we we live in a society. Of course we have that. And everyone's like, what does that mean? Yeah, lady on lady love, man. It's that's it's pretty obvious. Uh, and then, but it took many years. Actually, kind of recently, I don't remember the exact year where they're like, oh no, yeah, no, she's kind of canonically, she's had female lovers, she's had male lovers, she's had others. She doesn't. That's not. She she like she loves who she loves because she has to be the. She kind of has to progress, mm-hmm. which is neat. <laughs> which yeah. is awesome. Um, which I, which is something you know a little bit more about, because see, the, as far as I know, always from the storyline, like her one true love is, you know, of course, Steve. Uh, yeah. But you know that that's speaking of storyline. Uh, actually, let me also Batman. 
in the yeah. uh, oh, Bruce Tim right. Justice League. She gets with Batman right. for a while, yeah. That's right. And I could totally see her, like, Catwoman showing up, and she's like, who's this? And Batman's like, I have a great idea. Yeah, right. <laughs> and she's like, and one woman would be like, I had the same idea. <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God. I think there are yeah. adult movies based on that. But anyway. Was, uh, one woman was actually uh, the first in-comic character to officiate I think a lesbian or gay marriage. I don't remember which one, but it was a, a, a same-sex marriage. She officiated one. Now, kind of going into something, because we're talking about storylines and everything else, something here that I think that's kind of like always hindered Wonder Woman a little bit, mm. you can totally disagree with me on this, is mm. like, you know, you look at a lot of the classic supervillains. You know, you have these amazing supervillains, like uh, Batman's major nemesis, even though he has a lot of them, but his yeah. main one is the Joker. You yeah. look at Superman, and Superman's uh, main nemesis is Lex Luthor, and yeah. you have these really interesting supervillains to complement your hero, right? Yeah. And that's something that I feel Wonder Woman has kind of always lacked because she has nemesis, but none of them were really spectacular. So uh, let yeah. me just let me throw out a few of them. She's had nemesis such as, of course, Ares, who theoretically yeah. is her grandfather. Uh, yeah, you know, maybe. You know, maybe possibly. <laughs> I don't know. I, they didn't yeah. pay me to write it. Uh, yeah. You have Cheetah who is has the powers of a cheetah right and you see her and she's in the wonder woman 1984 which i mean um, i have not seen yet because yeah. i was not willing to do see uh going to a theater during a pandemic and i didn't want to um i gotta tell you you I'm didn't, a, you didn't I'm, against that, I'm against that <laughs> behavior for them releasing it now just like money grab get money fuck it i don't care who dies not yeah. wonder woman not wonder woman she would not do that shit yeah, exactly. see, for me, I, I'm going to be honest, I saw it, I saw it on um, on stream, and I was not that impressed with it. I liked the first one, though, the 1984, and we'll get more really, into that fantastic. later. I love the first movie, yeah. You know, first one, great. Yep. The second one, I was like, oh, God, you're losing me. Uh, so, well, the first one was the only DC Universe movie that I was, that I was been excited about. Right, me too. I just, I don't think DC likes comic books. <laughs> DC just doesn't like comic books. I'm not a fan. Superheroes, done. You what know. if they were grittier? Like, I'm tired of it. I'm yeah. boring. Boring. I think, so anyway, getting back into it, you have yeah. Ares, you have Cheetah, you have one whose name, and this is so blah, Dr. Poison. Uh, you have yeah. Dr. Psycho. Yeah. yeah, multiple, just doctors. Like, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a mean-ass doctor. And then you have uh, Giganta. Giganta. Gig oh, is it Gig? I'm, I do tech, so I see G-I-G, -G and I'm thinking Gig. Gig, yeah. <laughs> Giganta. So it's you a have, very large woman. Right. You know, so that's, you that's have, literally her thing. She's a very, very large woman. She's yeah, and you're right. You're right. And so my thing is, you know, like, you see this, and they're, they're like, they're, the characters aren't anything really great they're not, they're not very compelling like on the surface any almost any villain can be made more interesting if you do something cool with them but this i think and i agree with you i'm not i'm not disagreeing with you uh i think one of the reasons those villains feel weak is that people aren't putting effort into them because yeah. it's like it's the distaff theory the idea since she's you know the girl superhero everything is sort of like we'll get around to her but there are a lot of places where um, I could see her getting having a really interesting fight with Poison Ivy, who has the power, like has way more power and shouldn't really be fighting Batman because Poison Ivy isn't really crazy anymore. 
She's not like, not to use it crazy in that sense, but like her thing shouldn't be, she shouldn't go to Arkham Asylum for being uh, mentally unwell. No, she's right. They're killing the planet and that's bad. Wonder Woman would go like, oh no, yeah, men are killing the planet. That's bad. I agree with you. You don't get to murder them. Like that, that would be a compelling fight. Also, Wonder Woman making, pulling out a sword and fighting a giant uh, plant monster, that works beautifully. But let, no, but we need Poison Ivy Batman. Do we? Does Batman need Poison Ivy as a, like, doesn't he have enough? And I, I think that's one of the reasons that uh, Wonder Woman has suffered in the uh, in the villain department is because if everyone has a really cool villain idea, they want to go to the bigger names because there are characters that are still interesting that don't have a lot of really cool, uh, famously cool. Now, if you, I mean, you get nitty gritty and look down, you can find better. But I mean, like in my, as someone who is not a big Flash uh, guy, I'm not that big into Flash, I know the Flash is one of the, the only one I know of the Flash is the trickster who in one, because uh, I, I have the old, the really old Flash TV show. Uh, the second movie had the revenge of the trickster and it's Mark Hamill dressed up in polka dots driving an ice cream truck. Mm -hmm. That's a real movie guys. And I, Mark Hamill reprised the role in the Bruce Tim justice league in an episode where the flash beats him by a going to a bar where the trickster is having a beer dressed like the trickster and he just goes, hey, man, are you off? Are you taking your meds? Hmm. No. I need you to take your meds, man. Okay. You got me again, Flash. Raises a beer and toasts him. And then finishes his beer. And that's the trickster's, the end of the trickster's rampage. <laughs> that's a real fight. That's a one for the Flash. Right. So it doesn't, like, the, having no superheroes, like, they're better, like, you can suit superheroes to each other to a villain's better and they but with wonder woman they just don't tend to bother yeah I, I don't and that that kind of does suck because it's an interest it's a very interesting you know uh storyline very interesting you know plot and she's a very interesting character herself mm -hmm. um so let's kind of go into where does this lead you know you have the comic you have a lot of history. You have like mm -hmm. shitty super villains type of thing because <laughs> they are. They're really just crappy super villains. Let's be honest, you know. Um, but then we get in 1975. Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman. <laughs> you have the TV series uh, played by the absolutely gorgeous Linda Carter. Do you notice <laughs> how my voice changes with that? So you have <laughs> Linda Carter uh, playing the ever spectacular Wonder Woman. And uh, this goes until 1979. So they only went for about three seasons. Mm-hmm. And it's basically, you know, Linda Carter as <laughs> they have some still some still shots here. I remember this episode where she's taking on she's fighting a gorilla. I don't know if you can see that, Carlo. Yeah, it's her but, kind of wrestling with a gorilla. Yeah, she's kind of Very wrestling. playfully. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's clearly a man and a gorilla it's a, costume. It's not a good. Actually, it looks exactly like you mentioned earlier. <laughs> the picture here that is absolutely a couple. <laughs> that at the beginning of the night, he, she was pissed because she was Wonder Woman. He was supposed to be Batman, but he couldn't get a Batman costume, so he got a gorilla costume. <laughs> and then they got drunk, and now they're just sort of like they're dancing, uh, but they're really just fooling around. They're really just like rubbing up <laughs> each other on the dance floor. <laughs> like that's exactly what it kind of looks like. I mean, it's just like, babe, I'm Juan, sorry. Melinda, y'all need to go home. All right, you, you know, can't like, do that. Kids are here. You this, need to calm down. This is all they had at the costume shop, babe. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
but uh yeah it, it looks that that kind of cheesy but um yeah. pretty interesting so this goes on for three seasons the most popular one and also when you think of wonder woman other than modern times but when you think of wonder woman your concept your normal concept is boom linda carter wonder yeah. woman i mean now that, that was taking that kind of taking that now mm-hmm. because that's the but if you're like what before that yeah, although uh, Wonder Woman has been played by a lot of really cool people, actually. Yeah, uh, no, voice sure. work though. Voice work. Voice work. Uh, yes. Um, Carrie Russell, Lucy Liu, like uh, uh, Rosario Dawson. A lot of cool people got into, got into player in like little snippets. Mm-hmm. Little. Unfortunately, no one has gotten to like take the role. Like, um, uh, oh my god, now he's killing me. Uh, certain roles just get taken over, and you're like, no, you can like that's Batman's voice. Yeah. Everyone else sounds weird. Absolutely. Sorry, Deidre Bader, you're you're you don't sound as you don't sound as bad like Batman. <laughs> yeah, and, and in this case, you know, for me, like when when you say Wonder Woman, I think Linda Carter immediately, yeah. and then I have that theme song running through my head type of thing. Right. So uh, for for a lot of us, that is your original Wonder Woman origin. But nowadays, you do have a new generation, and they're going to be looking at Godot as their vision of of Wonder Woman. And I have to say, Godot does an amazing job as Wonder Woman. Absolutely, uh, yeah. They couldn't have picked a, I, I don't think, next to Linda Carter, you just couldn't have picked a better Wonder Woman uh, mm-hmm. for that. Because not only in 1970 did you have this amazing Wonder Woman TV series that everyone knows, uh, but mm-hmm. you also had a horribly failed attempt at Wonder Woman in 2011. <laughs> Right, you had mentioned this before, yeah. and I was like, I, "That sounds really vaguely like a thing in my head." Because mm-hmm. I kind of remember being like, "Because I would, I would be really excited for a Wonder Woman TV show." Yeah, I, I would have been in, too. In 2011, I'm like, "No, nah, no, nope, wouldn't nope. they wouldn't do it?" Well. <laughs> like, so, just... in 2011, you have, you know, you have a pilot that was shot for Wonder Woman, right? And apparently it was so bad that it never got aired. And it, which is kind of surprising because at this time, uh, you had a powerhouse of a name who wrote the pilot, and that was David E. Kelly. I don't know if you remember Carlo. David E. David Kelly, e. Kelly like wrote every damn thing back then. You know, he was just a, a powerhouse of a writer. And uh, did he do action shows? I thought didn't is, I, I remember, isn't he like um talkie shows? Like, um, he did okay. So, David Lee, Alan Kelly, Neville, Boston really, Public, Boston yeah. Legal, Harry's Law, he does law show, Doogie Hauser. He doesn't do an action, he's never done, he didn't do action shows, yeah. Uh, he but he's done oh, a, a lot okay. apparently. Uh, actually, he's done a lot, like LA Law, uh, Picket Fences. I remember that, that, that yeah. was okay. Uh, but mm-hmm. same that Chicago Hope, the practice. Boston Legal is a, I'm a huge, yeah. like, I'm a, my, one of my favorite shows of all time. But and I would like, and I, 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 I like some of the sensibilities like that could bring to a Wonder Woman show. And definitely get in on the dialogue, but Wonder Woman needs to punch people. Mm-hmm. So maybe I, that's that's part of the issue here. You get I mean, him he has for a lot. Yeah, you get him for She Hulk. He does lawyers. Let him do lawyers. She Hulk. 
Yes, have She-Hulk, and she rarely ever punches anybody. It's just her like, if I could just break his arms and make him tell the truth, this would be over. <laughs> but I can't. Right. So I, have to use le- I have to use legal strategy. There's legal ethics here. I would but watch. It. I would watch it alone because no one else would want that. But I right. <laughs> so you have uh, them trying to yeah. do the 2011 uh, takeoff, which again did. Uh, absolutely horrible matter of fact one of the quotes on here was it was an embarrassment and i was like wow that's pretty bad uh nbc hmm. just did not pick it up at all because apparently uh, how bad it was uh originally they were going to get now this this actress who was going to play wonder woman has gone on to do much more uh successful stuff she was part of um Agents of Shield. Yeah, Agents of Shield. Adrian Palicki. Yeah, and she's she's done like you know quite a bit here. Uh, I mean, I mean, she's someone that everyone probably knows. But yeah, Agents of Shield. Uh, she was in the okay. She's actually done a few pilots. I just didn't go anywhere. Um, apparently, the Robertsons Lost in Space in two thousand six. She was in Lone Star. About a boy. Um, Joe retaliation. So they're not all great, but <laughs> yeah, Agents of Shield, as you have mentioned, uh, Marvel's Most Wanted. She's she's done uh, the yeah. or oh yeah, that's right. She was in the Orville with with Seth MacFarlane. That's right. Mm-hmm. I really liked that show. I was very disappointed that they just that they canceled it because that was a super yeah. entertaining show. Yeah, I, I need to I need to revisit that because I I saw I think one episode and really felt like oh no this is actually a really good send-up but mm-hmm. also but it's it's the first time i've ever seen seth mcfarland do parody yeah I've you know do references mm-hmm. his whole career is the first time it was parody because it was actually like no, no no i really love this subject matter and i know a lot about it mm-hmm. but i recognize that it's ridiculous yes and and she was i remember her now she was the the co-captain type of situation and she did an amazing job she was great in it but it's you yeah, know, I she, need to try that one again yeah you definitely check that out <clears throat> there are a lot of little clues here to why i think this just wasn't the right they didn't feel it yeah they didn't like they didn't like it. there's nothing wrong with her costume it's just because it's just instead of like the like the panty briefs they're like skin tight leggings so it's it's still like that works. I don't think that ruins everything. There's, there was a complaint because she doesn't have red, white, and blue as prominent. Um, the white being, I guess, her skin because that's the only white on the costume. It's all mm-hmm. gold, red, and blue. I just I just personally hate that it's bright blue, like cerulean it's, skin tight leggings into blue boots. Honestly, that is a metallic blue. I've seen that same thing on yeah. some 1950s uh, Chevy cars sure <laughs> but you know uh, but i think all, everything think is that, this metallic kind of color like on a metallic her. sheen to it yeah so it's, yeah. it's just I mean, it's not obviously it's not like the bustier is not metal it's not armor it is clearly just a bustier which is fine i guess the fact that the blue blue pants go into the blue boots that are the exact same shade just looks dumb it looks like she's wearing footy pajamas other than that it's fine i feel like the actress is maybe she was just, she was just not into it on that day but this looks like a model selling a costume this doesn't look like someone who's like i'm wonder woman mm-hmm. maybe it's because she's not into wonder woman pose like two fists pointing at your hips and okay go- going on the costume yeah. just reading a little bit about it 
Palecki's costume de-emphasized patriotism and played up the character's Greek mythological origin. I'm not seeing that. Yeah, I'm not seeing that at all. She still has a gold. She's got a golden eagle over her tatas. Yeah, which she is red, blue, and gold. Yeah, and then she's quite pale, but that's because I'm used to looking at Gal Gadot in that role now. Right. Um, That's the only reason. Actually, I'm not. It was complaining that she's pale. Right. Linda Carter herself said Palecki looked gorgeous, and she does. I mean, she's a beautiful woman, but that that costume is just not. I'm not feeling. She looks. She looks like a. She looks like a gorgeous woman in a fun costume. Mm -hmm. She doesn't look like. She doesn't look like Wonder Woman. She would look like your, you know, your typical Wonder Woman at a party type of Wonder Woman. Yeah. You know, so look, it's another like lo- scroll up to the top of this. Look at the logo. Yeah, this is the dumbest, the dumbest thing. But this, this to me is like, oh, that's they didn't, they weren't that interested. If you scroll up to the very top of the page, you'll see the logo for the TV show, and it's a wavy golden bird mm-hmm. that. Does in no way makes you think of Wonder Woman. Actually, this looks this looks worse than the 1970s yeah. logo, and that, words, I mean you can tell that that was good. Uh, yeah, the, the the logo is the word Wonder in wavy, like almost Comic Sans font, with a little red, a little it's red with a little gold star in the O, then a red star, then the word Woman in blue in the same wavy font with a star in the O. Like, did you know both these words have an O in it? Hmm these both have so we put stars there like it looks like it really does look like someone was given like make it make a logo with the words wonder woman but had never heard of Wonder Woman. right <laughs> it was like a tattoo it was like they call me wonder woman okay I, I guess i'll write that on there but that person had never heard of Wonder Woman. <laughs> that's what and, it looks like it pretty much you know um so according to what's being said here after watching the pilot television critic Alan Spinwall described it as embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, wow. see, look, look, let me, can, I, can I read this line here? Go ahead. This is this, is, this right here. This is this is my why. This is one sentence encapsulates why I feel like really uncomfortable with this idea. Why it's wrong? Just a little paragraph here. The plot is described as a reinvention of the iconic DC comic in which Wonder Woman, aka Diana Themyscira. Oh, wow. They is a vid- up, yeah. yeah, they even got her name wrong. Right out the gate. Name's wrong. Is a vigilante crime fighter in L.A. She's a vigilante crime fighter in L.A., but also a successful corporate executive and a modern woman trying to balance all of the elements of her extraordinary life. Oh, they were no trying too hard. <laughs> Yeah. They were like they just like what if it, he just wrote Ally McBeal? No Basically. clear reference is made to Diana and her, or her superhero persona of Wonder Woman being a true Amazon or coming from the legendary island of Themyscira, except one vague line of dialogue during a boardroom scene. Within the plot's own self-contained narrative, Wonder Woman's origins appear to be without any of the mystical elements from her comic book origins. She and just likes hitting people, and she chose to dress that way. Yeah, she's not Wonder Woman. Batman, basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's female Batman. Like it's I'm going to dress like, up and hit people. It's, it's like one of those so weird fly-by-night fake superhero WB, like uh, or off-brand super, not fake off-brand super WB superheroes. Yeah, not Black Mantis. He was cool, but like one of those shitty ones. <laughs> well, you know, I'm going to be honest. I've I've never been a fan of the WB superhero ones, so I'm going to 
I just block. I like their goofy adventure stuff, but and make the tick. Don't bother trying to make Batman and Superman. That's the one, that was my one complaint about those. When they did that, those shows were all fun. Some of them were really good. One of them was really good. Um, now, before they, oh, I'm off topic. No, no. Before we get before we move on, I'm Batman. Yeah. But the other thing is I'm here, I'm Batman. Batman. So anyway, Wonder Woman. Now, for a lot of people who don't know this, and a lot of people probably just had blocked this out of their mind. <laughs> there was a precursor to the Wonder Woman uh, 1974 TV show and uh, the ever beautiful Linda Carter. There was a made for television film called Wonder Woman that starred Kathy Lee Crosby. Okay. And Carlo, if you look at this, you, you can tell why no one remembers this at all. Ah, see, I, I can do some interesting research here. Yeah. <laughs> this is weird. This is uh, horrific, actually. If you look at her costume, this is the worst of them all. It's one of those things where someone stepped in and insisted, not that this is always wrong, but insisted on a character that, that didn't need them to do this, was like, Someone stepped in like her her costume is too sexualized, so we need to go so far in the other direction mm-hmm. that it looks like it's really uncomfortable to wear. Yeah, she's wearing like a red singlet dress or dress shirt smock. Mm-hmm. I guess a smock is probably the best way to describe it with blue tights underneath, like full body blue tights. Yeah, underneath. like there there's nothing being shown on this Wonder Woman. That's for sure. Kind of interesting. So kind of looking at Crosby's film stuff she really didn't do a whole hell of a lot she was a famous tennis player at the time she, oh, she was a culture the night stalker that's cool okay she's it's weird. i love that show sir the fox crime drama the laughing policeman i have no idea what the fuck that is <laughs> carlo does that sound familiar to you that was 10 years before I was the uh, I and a drunken father falling asleep around my mother. I mean, that's, that's just, I'm like, what is that? Um, another one called It Takes a Thief. And then you have some other stuff in here that's, that's a good just, name. You know, yeah, it just looks like she didn't do a whole lot and that she was more of a famous tennis player than anything else and then did this movie and probably should never have done that movie. But going back to it, for someone who's a tennis player, she sure is wearing a lot of clothes here. I mean, this is a lot of clothes for Wonder Woman. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, Wonder Woman can be fully dressed. That's not a thing, but just, just doesn't look like anything Wonder Woman would ever wear. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> telling you. Yeah, this looks not, yeah. This first appears for ABC in 1974. Uh, for you people who are like cultists or like to go out and find these really lost and obscure movies, I'm thinking this one is the one for you, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, I don't think you'll ever see anything like this again. <laughs> and that's if they even have a uh, 1974 kind of uh release i don't know if this is on dvd or vhs or anything else but it's a very very weird kind of i guess you could say made for tv movie um wonder woman's first broadcast appearance in live action television was a movie made in 1974 for abc written by john d f black 
and the TV um, uh, movie resembles the Wonder Woman of the I Ching. I don't know what that is, period. Uh, or the Ching period. I think that's what they're trying to go with. Or I think they're trying to actually say. If I uh, remember correctly, mm-hmm. that is during the run of the comic books where they removed her powers. Because the idea was like, why does she have to be superpowered? Why can't she just be a normal woman powerful? That's feminism. So they depowered her. Um, and then people were like, why did she make the most powerful woman in comics powerless? No, no, no. We gave her martial arts because that's popular right now. And we don't know how to sell comic books. Yeah. And I, it's also going on to say that uh, for the comic, what it is... Uh, that Kathy Lee Crosby did not wear the comic book uniform, demonstrated no apparent superhuman powers, had a secret identity of Diane Prince, so they at least kept that. Uh, that was not all that secret, <laughs> is what it says. And she was also depicted as blonde, differing from the, you know, the brunette that... Wonder Woman has always been portrayed as. She is. She is brunette. You know, she's, she's from the. Definitely. She's, she's Greek. Idiots. Of course she's. <laughs> oh God! I'm. I'm. I'm she's gonna. From die. the Amazon. I'm gonna die here. They had another. Fa- actually, a guy who is a famous name in this. In 1974, film follows Wonder oh. Woman, um, assistant to uh, to government Steve Trevor, who was played I, by. I'm a, very angry. Yeah. Wonder Woman yeah. is an assistant. Yeah, I'm gonna punch. I'm gonna hit someone. Well, hold on. Hold on. Uh, (laughs) As she pursues a villain named Abner Smith, who is played by the legendary actor Ricardo Montalban, who playing Abner Smith. Oh, like Abner Smith. I've stolen a set of code books containing classified information about U.S. government field agents. They buy Ricardo Mandelman. Yeah, but that whole thing is going to sound like, I have stolen this. (laughs) It's It's like, like, like this, like weirdly sexually leathery kind of, I have stolen the books and uh, I would not give them to you, Wonder Woman. She's like, what about sex though? Like it would, none of this makes sense. Yeah. Unless they banged it out. This makes no sense. Yeah. And see, and you pretty much read off the plot there. Um, So that that's that's what that was literally and i was like wow this this sounds horrible so uh <laughs> oh now going on uh just a little bit something because it does have a tie-in to the linda carter tv show uh the pilot originally aired on march 12th 1974 and was repeated again while they actually repeated it on august 21st of that year ratings were described as respectable but not exactly wondrous (laughs) abc did not pick up the pilot although crosby would later claim she was the series that was eventually given to linda carter yeah she claims that she was offered the part oh okay but I skipped that. Mm, okay, yeah. okay, sure. Maybe they did. Yeah. Uh, I like uh, an, an ABC spokesperson would later acknowledge that the decision to update the character was a mistake. <laughs> no. All of this was wrong. We're sorry. <laughs> Get Linda. <laughs> yeah, we, we need someone to save this piece of shit. So, yeah, that this was only like a year out beforehand. Right, right. Actually, the same year because uh, the TV show does appear in 1974. So 
Uh, this came out, they may have made her the offer, at least she claims that they made her the offer, but uh, really they go with, of course, the better choice, Linda Carter, because this looks like a disaster. I mean, a total disaster. So I'm kind of interested in trying to find this. I feel like this is something, like I harp on this whenever comic book, uh, comics uh, being made into media, and changing one media to another almost all the time. There's always this idea that we should best serve people that don't care about this franchise, but sell it to those who do. That's that's the thing they keep do. Everyone does wrong. That's why, like, we spent so much money. Why why didn't we do better? Because you're not you're not making it for your fans. You're making it for people who don't care about this series. People who wanted a Wonder Woman film wanted Wonder Woman. Why didn't you make it for them? No, we have to make it for people that don't care about Wonder Woman. <laughs> oh. So we're gonna get like we need the tennis people. We want that demographic. Well, what about the comic book readers? Fuck them. Okay. Well, we need we we don't want we want the uh, the guys who are afraid of afraid of women. Okay. What about the feminists? Fuck them. Like everyone that likes Wonder Woman. Fuck them. We want people that don't care about Wonder Woman. And they made something garbage. Well, kind of interesting you say that. Uh, there is a reference article here. <laughs> Uh, the 100 dumbest events in television and this is one of them yep. <laughs> oh wow that is fascinating yep. so again it's so technically if you really want to look at this historically the the first woman in theory to play wonder woman is going to be kathy lee crosby who only played her once and then it becomes linda carter who carries it and who everyone thinks of no one ever thinks of this and be honest with you i didn't even know this existed until i just now accidentally clicked on this because <laughs> i was typing in uh wonder woman 1974 thinking it was going to take me to the television mm -hmm. series and it took me to this little nugget and i was like okay and she doesn't, you know, she's an attractive woman. Now that I'm scrolling down and getting a better uh, view, of, she's an attractive woman. But that that costume is like, it's like a track jumpsuit type of thing with a yeah. little bit patriotic space age 70s type of yeah. design. So anyway, we're going to jump out of that <laughs> and go into, of course. Uh, that was rough. That was rough. Yeah, that was, that was kind of painful there. <laughs> But Let's you know, Linda Carter. Yeah, 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 Linda Carter, three seasons of the best Wonder Woman you will ever, ever see. And that goes, of course, from uh, 1970, well, kind of 1974, 75 ish to 1979. And she carries it through that entire time as being Wonder Woman. Um, and again, most people think, oh, linda carter as wonder woman and okay now i know you didn't see the movie carlo but i'm gonna throw mm -hmm. this in there for you just to kind of like uh piss in your cheerios and everyone else's okay. so if you haven't seen it don't don't go too crazy about what i'm about to say so linda carter makes because you do have to specify it's a, spoiler. It, it's a tiny little spoiler tiny tiniest of spoilers but linda carter makes an appearance in wonder woman 1984 oh, okay. i'm not going to say how her connection is is part of this but she is part of the 1984 movie um, nice. and they they do kind of tie her into the whole uh plot 
of Wonder Woman now. So it's kind of really interesting. So she is part of the 1984 movie. Uh, she was not part of the original movie. Uh, well, not the original, original, obviously, but she wasn't uh, the, in the previous. Uh, yeah, the previous you know, one. Uh, outing. Exactly. Um, but <laughs> I got to say, so I got to say that their um, choice with Godot is pretty pretty right on it you know um mm -hmm. because she is a really really great wonder woman i have to say one of the best wonder womans i've ever seen so that one was created in night in 2017 mm -hmm. and of course you and have that one i did make a point of seeing in the theaters yeah that one was actually really good really good plot even though they changed the timeline to be world war one I have to say, you know, that plot was still really good. They did a, a really amazing job with that. But, you know, you have the ever beautiful Godot playing Wonder Woman, who, again, I will say is just one of the best choices for that. There um, is a, I don't know how if apocryphal or true or whatever, but there is um, a story about what, what they used to do way back when in comic movies, um, when someone would first they would do it for the superman movies and what they would do is they would have everyone who was like going to decide whether or not this casting was going to work so all the way up director casting agent producers all of them together they'd get them in a room together and then they would have superman enter and if he could walk around and introduce himself walk into the bill into the room introduce himself as superman and leave without anyone laughing at them that's how you knew if you had the right person and i think and that feels kind of like silly and it's very ephemeral and it's non-specific, but I think it's a really good step to have mm. when casting for the for superhero movies. And I think that's what some people are forgetting and or forgot in that time period. I think that's now more natural. If if Gal Gadot walked in in that armor, I wouldn't I wouldn't have questioned it. I wouldn't have been like, okay, it is a hot woman in, in weird armor, like, or she's cause like I don't I don't see her in the in that outfit. I don't see her as wearing a costume. That's I can I get that that is Wonder Woman wearing her armor, like really good Superman's like, even though his he looked silly, Christopher Reeves when he stood there and like I like hello Lois like yep that's Superman, buy it. Uh, have you ever if you've ever seen uh, Nicolas Cage's uh, Superman? No, God, did he do a Superman? He tried to, and they gave him his suit, and there's a picture of him in the suit, and it is, woof, you can tell, like it's that's Nicholas Cage dressed up in a costume. Just he, it's just not the presence. They're not there, not with every focus of them. Like I am here, I am Superman. And you know, was, I get to play Superman. There was a dude in the room who's like, who's looking at you. There's a difference between I'm looking at you and I am Superman. And there's a difference between looking at you and thinking, I get to play Superman. She's, <laughs> she's one woman. She shows up in that outfit. She is fucking one woman. She is, goddammit, she is one woman. I don't know if I could ever really be into... Now, it's being a totally different show here. Uh, oh mm. my goodness! Yes, you do have Nicolas Cage as uh, Superman. Oh, did you find it? Yes, I'm pulling it up. I'm grossly disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I like something. him. I like his stuff. I just I don't really yeah. see him as a yeah. Superman type of thing. Yeah. He, he's he's one of those he's one of those actors that kind of always he's always him. He's always Nicolas Cage on a platter on a platter. Mm -hmm. It's like this is Nicolas Cage doing that. It never feels like every movie he's in to me feels like just the same movie. And this is just how Nicholas. This is what happens if you hang out with Nicholas Cage. 
He will yeah. be Ghost Rider. He will think he's a vampire. Uh. <laughs> and see, for me, it, it's very difficult to to see him as as Superman. But it's also very yeah. difficult for me to see um, even the new one, Henry Cavill. Uh, Cavill. 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 Yeah. yeah, he's he's you know. He's a Superman. I don't know if he's my he's right. A, he's Superman. a he's one. He's a he's, super dude. He's, absolutely, he's a super cool man. You know, um, I, I and I've not to say not to take away from him because I've seen him in other stuff. I think he is so much more invested in being Geralt of Rivia than he mm-hmm. than he was in being Superman. Then just just from what I've seen from from that little I've seen, um, he he seems more. Him screaming over the death of, an, of the other the other Kryptonian mm. versus him going, "Fuck, the fuck!" Yeah. I believe that's real. That dude is fucking tired. <laughs> exactly. By that, and I don't. I'm not. I don't personally. I don't think that's his fault. Again, I don't think DC uh, comics like superheroes. Mm-hmm. I don't think the DCU enjoys superhero movies. They want to do action. They just want to do straight up action movies, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But you do have to have like you know, have to have some of the weightiness of. A, of superhero stuff yeah they have to make commentary about the world real world otherwise it's a shitty comic book <laughs> no um, you're absolutely right and i gotta say now going back to the whole wonder woman thing how yeah. absolutely influential this character has been on so many people because yeah. again you you think about it whether you do a halloween party or a regular costume party, or a superhero day, or anything like that, you're always going to have Wonder Woman there. I mean, she is just like in so many people's fan favorite, uh, Wonder Woman. I'll never forget this. Um, You know, when I was teaching, I used to have these lanyards that would Mm -hmm. go on my, my neck and that would hold my ID so people could see it type of thing. Um, And I had a Woodstock one for the longest, you know, the little Snoopy character, uh, Mm -hmm. Woodstock. I had that forever. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to change it up. I'm going to do something a little different. And I could, I found this really nice Wonder Woman one. And so I bought it and I wore it and and people were looking at me like, is that Wonder Woman? I was like, yeah, it is. And they, at first people were like, that's kind of weird that you would wear, wear that. But then they really got into it. And I'll never Sounds forget. Sounds like fish talk, but all right. Right. So I went to a uh, I went to a uh, subway once for yeah. lunch, and the first thing that the the person noticed behind the counter was I was wearing a Wonder Woman lanyard, yeah. and she was like, "Oh my God, I love Wonder Woman so much. She is the greatest. And if you ever get rid of that, I, I would want that because I can't find anything like that. That is so." cool Uh, but uh, you know you had a lot of people who just really love wonder woman i know my sister huge wonder woman fan and my brother-in-law who is an artist has made uh wonder woman art for her um sweet yeah i mean just huge and then uh my sister's best friend has also done a lot of wonder woman stuff uh but wonder woman is just i mean i knew uh just people in general who just mm-hmm. love Wonder Woman. And it's not so much like, you know, yes, she's an amazing woman, but I think it has to do more with what Wonder Woman represents. Because oh, yeah. if you think about it, you know, mm-hmm. like what we were talking about earlier, 
it's definitely not like storylines in the sense of oh my god there's this amazing super villain she's doing battle with you know she's doing you know it, it really is what does wonder woman represent and that's going to be more like i don't want to say the all-american woman but i do want to say uh the woman who can accomplish the impossible you know, the, the woman that I think is just kind of inspirational for a lot of women out there, like this is Wonder Woman who can do anything. And I think there's so much of an emphasis on like women having to do uh, so much and everything, especially in, in, you know, a lot of cultures where you yeah. have an absentee dad and you do have the mom who's doing everything. And this is more of- well, You can have dad there and he's just a piece of shit. Or, or sometimes in that case, <laughs> that too. But it, like growing up, I knew there was a lot of families that were the dad just was not there. And it was just the woman mm-hmm. uh, raising the child. And you know, you see that they have this fondness towards Wonder Woman or even uh, Supergirl or Superwoman, depending on which one they want to identify with. But yeah. like, uh, it's hugely Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman. And I gotta say, pretty damn inspirational. You know, uh, she is extremely inspirational for for a lot of people because here's this woman, and you know, in a in a society, especially in the '40s you know where women didn't play that role of hey you're the hero you know (laughs) you know that that really did take kind of a a a back seat you know you didn't think of women as being this hero and uh in the 40s world war ii boom we have this comic that screams i'm a hero i'm a woman and look at the amazing things I can do. Yeah. And it just kind of shuts it down for everyone, you know. Part of that, like, that ins- there's an inspiration. Like, if you, if there's a woman that you see that is, that is you respect and is inspires, inspires you and you think is a badass, it makes sense to say you're a Wonder Woman. Yeah. Like, all women can be Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. They, when they pull off the amazing, they are Wonder Woman. That is a compliment. That is a thing you can say. You don't, if, but if a dude does something or not, you're a Superman. That doesn't feel right. He is not emblematic of what we can all do. Uh, there's this like, because she's like always on kind of, she always kind of crests that wave of feminism as it progresses. She kind of continues to follow that. That like part of that is like Rosie the Riveter. This yeah. like, we can do it. You're a Wonder Woman too. Like that's the the inspirational aspect that that, that she kind of inherently brings with her. She doesn't get the cool supervillains. She doesn't get like the um, she doesn't get like as much money to like to let everyone know that she exists. Ridiculous amounts of money are told. Hey, everyone, did you know Superman exists? Huge amounts of money are wasted on that. Mm-hmm. Very little is wasted on getting people into Wonder Woman. But she pers- uh, perseveres on her own because she is the superhero any woman can be. That's okay. not part of her. That's not as she's written. Mm-hmm. She just is does work. She's as that, that kind symbol. of yeah, and she's that inspiration, which is really, really, really interesting. Watch it. I think nowadays, you know, because there's been this huge resurgence as well with this interest in Rosie the the Riveter, you know, and they both come from that same time period. They're both, yeah. uh, you know, the '40s World War II time period where you have Rosie the Riveter, who's an inspiration for women and was designed that way, and then you have Wonder Woman who's this inspiration for women, may not have necessarily been designed that way, but my God, totally does it. 
and is completely influential to so many women. I think that that Wonder Woman is just this really unique phenomena for for women, like from back then to now. And I, I think that's kind of the 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 thing with all superheroes. You know, them, yeah. you know, you you get that. Oh, uh, you have like Superman. You know, we still know Superman to this day, and we still know what he, you know, from originally what he stands for, and same thing originally what one Wonder Woman stood for, and those values and those kind of uh, things that are associated with that carry on mm -hmm. for us today. Because I think it's just something that's that's very influential inspirational and something that people would like to just believe in too you know yeah. nowadays we may not be superman or wonder woman but we kind of aspire to be like superman and, and wonder woman you know yeah. uh, maybe say, you'll uh, be someone's hero you know yeah if you have the option be her be a hero it's this um the best hero like we have the conversation all the time we all do of what would your superhero be? What would your superpower power be? I want to be invisible. I want to drive, super, go, run super fast. I want to fly. I want to cheat and be Batman and, and Tony Stark and just be super rich. There's always the idea of this, what superhero power would you get? It's a boring conversation. I think the more interesting conversation when you talk about superheroes in general should be what ideal, what moral good would you be emblematic of? What would you fight for? What is your truth, justice in the American way? We need it. We need people need a hero. Are you fighting out there because justice must be served? Are you there because sometimes we're all weak and we someone needs to help carry us carry us to the finish line? What what do you what would make you a hero first? And Wonder Woman in her origin story, the world of man was engulfed in war and it was going to spill out and destroy everything. And with most things. You gotta send a woman in to go and fucking fix it, <laughs> and that's that is always gonna be a part of her. Just I, I'm I'm with Marcin. Maybe it's time. Just women are in charge. They just get to be in charge now. We'll just move everything over there. This is the future liberals want. I want it now. Women are in charge. So after that exciting kind of uh, history and everything, Carlo, do you have a game for us today? I do. What Actually, this that? kind of brings us back to your story with your lanyard. Mm -hmm. I have another episode of Am I the Asshole? Dun, 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 dun. Where we decide if you are indeed the asshole. Uh, as per the usual uh, game, I am, I've gone to Reddit and I have found the, uh, the, the questionnaire where they someone posts a question. Am I the asshole? This happened. This is my feelings on it. They give the admittedly one-sided arguments of what they of their decision of it, and then people on the internet weigh in and decide whether or not they feel they are the asshole. Then we weigh in and decide if truly they are or are not the asshole, or if everyone else is an asshole, or if nobody's an asshole, or if we're all assholes here. Pretty so, much. <laughs> and uh, as per usual, it does pertain uh, to the topic at hand. So for today's uh, Am I the Asshole? Uh, first, I should point out the original commenter tried to delete the, com the question, uh, tried to delete it, and another, pers another person on the forum very kindly put it back up. <laughs> so hmm. so I, think they, I think you, I think you, that's a clue as to how the internet felt. Yeah. Here's a question. Am I the asshole 
for not allowing my son to have a Wonder Woman birthday party. My oh. son is eight, and he is absolutely obsessed with Wonder Woman. He watched the new film about 10 times, and his birthday is coming up in February. Due to COVID, he can't have a big party, but my wife agreed to let a couple family members come over to celebrate. <clears throat> he wants a Wonder Woman themed party, and my wife started ordering decorations off of Amazon. He wants his own Wonder Woman suit to wear all day. I'm really uncomfortable about the idea because Wonder Woman is obviously a girl, and I don't think that's a, it's that appropriate. I started showing my son other male DC heroes like Batman or Superman, but he's not interested. I told my wife that she needs to talk to him because uh, talk to him herself because I'm not going to let my son cross dress all day for his birthday. I think it'll be embarrassing for him, and he's going to grow up wishing we put our foot down. But my wife got mad at me and said that it's not my birthday. I'm just really irritated and don't know what to do. Ooh, this this is a good one, and this is kind of a hard one, too. Uh, well, for me, it is. Because okay. I can kind of see both sides of the story here. But uh, when it comes down to it, I'm going to say this. Um, it's a six-year-old child. Eight-year-old eight-year-old child it, yeah. it doesn't it's the the child the boy is not you know thinking anything sexual or perverse or anything like that it's just simply thinking oh my god i love wonder woman i want to be i want to play i want a wonder woman party so it's like okay why not um i don't see the big deal myself now i uh, being being a an older male who kind of grew up with that kind of like if you wanted to play with a feminist toy or a feminine toy uh they would be like you don't do that do. type of thing yeah. you know they, they physically they, beat a child you know you don't play with yeah. barbies go get that gun and play outside type of thing um yeah. so i understand uh i understand both sides but i really think that the child isn't doing anything weird. The child's just a fan and the child just wants to enjoy Wonder Woman. So, and she, she is a cool superhero. I can't say anything against it because I wore Wonder Woman lanyard as a teacher. Uh, it didn't make me, and I know what some people, you know, ultra conservative, like, you know, people out there, but, oh, well, that's, that's, uh, feminine and that could be interpreted as the homosexuals i was like you got a vagina that's oh. that's scary I've yeah, never seen like, one. Yeah. what is that you know i i wore it i i wore it with you know i didn't doesn't i'm not gay doesn't make me gay that i wore it but i did yeah. it because you know it was it was unique uh most of my population were were females and uh you know, I did it as kind of an inspirational thing. And um, no one no one came up to me and, and tried to fight me or call me a bitch because of it or anything no. like that, no. you know. Um, but there, you did get the comment about why are you wearing a girl superhero? Yeah, no, someone did. Is that yeah. Wonder Woman? Yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah. And that, so, that's, that smashed that. Let me tell you, no. when, I, so, when I looked into their I'm eyes best. and I said, yeah, I am. That, that was yeah. the end of that conversation. And that question is what I call bitch talk. <laughs> right? You know, uh, so I think, you know, it's just, now I'll never forget this, you know, um, in the early 2000s before all these things were becoming more and more 
talk about? You talk about when it was still kind of an issue or kind of in the closet type of thing. Um, I will say this. I was dating this this woman and and she had a little boy okay Mm -hmm. and the thing with the little boy is he was a uh very feminine boy and he was he was a young young boy uh i didn't care or think anything of it and i noticed that uh when i took her and the boy to I can't remember what it was it's one of these fast food places and that like they're getting like a a kid's meal type of thing and of course because the person on the speaker can't see who's in the car they're asking do you want the the girl's toy or the boy's toy and and the boy said you know he wanted the girl's toy right and she had turned around and she was like you know no go ahead and get the boys toy and I, I looked at her and I was like you know I don't I don't care it doesn't bother me if he wants the girls toy let him get the girls toy there's no need to be embarrassed around me you know because I I knew he was a very feminine uh yeah. child so and it's, I, a, and it's, it's like a toy uh, what was it when I was a kid it was like a it was a coloring book it's like a little mini coloring book with like crayons and the boys toy was like um a busted ass transformer a fake plastic transformer yeah. i don't want that i don't care for transformers i want a coloring book yeah, yeah. and see i and i and i told and i told her you know it doesn't matter I was, and you know me and her conversated about it like later on mm-hmm. i was like so because for me it wasn't an issue yeah but i'm sure with other members of her family or friends sure. it may have been like kind of an issue i was like so what, what do you kind of do about it and she says, well, we hide it. He knows when he's supposed to hide it. And I was like, and, and this, you know, this is coming yeah. back from a time where, you know, this really wasn't uh, a topic or a debate. And I was very much like, you know, around me, let him do what he wants. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. And so same thing for well, this. In the, as you and I are both members of the Latino community, we, we get that there's a lot of childish machismo, which is seen as the norm. Mm-hmm. Uh, were, were they Latin as well? Yeah, they were. They were. So yeah, there, so there was a lot. Was, of, I'm sure there was like yeah. from outside the family. Don't let that child be happy. Yeah. Don't 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 let him play with that. Don't. Ay, yeah. Yo Santo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, like you know, the, you you'd have that type of thing, and and I get it. You know, and that's part of one of the things that I was trying to say. You know, coming from that that background, you know, you you don't you don't fucking do that. You don't do that. You know. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you just you, you didn't do that, but I I feel like if it makes the child happy, and it's not it's not a I'm identifying as this type of thing because you know, it's it's an eight year old child. Mm-hmm. It's just I'm a fan of Wonder Woman. I like Wonder Woman. Uh, let's do a Wonder Woman party. Okay, awesome sauce. Let's do it. Um, uh, I don't think this is a hard one to kind of say that the dad's an asshole because um i get it i do get it but i think i get it because you know me and you grew up with that that latino community type of mental yeah. so so hearing don't do that <laughs> isn't uncommon for us and accepting it is kind of a common thing now should we be accepting it but 
I, that's not that's not for me to say because that's yeah, not my we, child. We, oh. we should be. We well, should. Yeah. Be. The, no, you don't. You shouldn't abuse your child because it's not mine. That's not a good. It's not a good look. Yeah. No. Well, no, no, no. Yeah. You shouldn't abuse. Absolutely, and like abuse yeah. of a child is horrible. But the yeah. fact that the child is just wanting to 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 play a superhero thing, I don't. I don't think you should be like, hey, don't don't do that because it's a woman. You know. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, like I said, that, I that's want... like if, if he was swinging around an actual sword at the party, mm-hmm. it makes sense for the parents to go, don't do that. Yeah. But it's like, I want to be dressed as my favorite superhero. Okay. It's it's Wonder Woman. Okay. Knock yourself <laughs> out. Have fun. Sure. He, he, he's eight. There mm-hmm. isn't like, and if there's any level of, uh, of questioning of gender, then that would have been a conversation. That would yeah. already be in the conversation. This is not exactly. like, like that, so that, I don't feel like that applies to the situation. I would say talk about that and, and approach it respectfully and kindly. That is your family. Treat it. That's your yeah. kid. Treat them and, with and love and respect. Are... But that's not, I don't think that applies here. Right here, this is just, I want to dress up like my favorite superhero. Yeah. It's Wonder Woman. I, the, the little hints that make me feel, that go from like, I, I bend me towards he's the asshole. The kid's fine. The mom's fine. The dad's the asshole here are the little hints of, I'm really uncomfortable about the idea because Wonder Woman is obviously a girl. I don't think that's appropriate. Yeah, I think, you know what, I think that there are, you know, if, if it was really, because I don't know, does it give you any background, were they Hispanic or not, or? It doesn't give any, uh, okay. any background to so suggest that. I, I'm thinking, and I'm not calling out Hispanics, I'm just saying, because me and no, Carl because, are Hispanic. No, because, yeah, everyone, everyone, we, we everyone know, about this. We know this type of yeah. thing. Uh, I, I, what, I, what I am going to say is this, there are compromises to that, especially, you know, uh, you know, like, uh, Hey, maybe he doesn't wear the full outfit, but maybe he wears. She has this shield and a sword, or a Wonder Woman t. Like, knock yourself out with that. There yeah. you go. There's if a you really can do the costume. You know, knock I think I out. think the they're eight. It's like yeah. the idea. Like uh, the here it is. Uh, I started showing my son other male DC heroes like Batman or Superman. He's not interested. He's not fucking interested. I I don't think he didn't even try superheroes that are like Wonder Woman. Yeah, and see, and and here's the other thing: it's at your own house, and you're only inviting family over. So who cares? Now I can understand and be cautious. I would tell the family members, this is happening. If you have an issue with it, you can stay the fuck out of my house. Well, no, yeah, no, I get that. Absolutely. Yeah, but no, I can, I, under- I, I, I can understand and be cautious of, and, and you might disagree with me. I'm kind of interested to see if you would. Yeah. Uh, like if this was a school function and he wants to wear like, okay, uh, he wants to go as Wonder Woman. I would be, I wouldn't be worried about him going is that because that's his favorite character i would be worried about the other kids because other kids are like i, I oh, was yeah. a high school teacher other kids are assholes you know i yeah. would worry about no, them those kids to... have those parents that would be okay not okay yeah. with it and, have been still... and i would worry the kids about on their own would not care yeah <laughs> if I the would... kids had never heard of it they wouldn't care it's only right. when their parents to treat them like shit i would pass totally along. worry about my child being bullied in that mm-hmm. kind of situation but that's a different situation we're not talking about playgrounds that we're talking about privacy of your own home and we're talking about you're just having some family come over and and, and do a little birthday i child's eight who cares roll with it um yeah. i'm not shit i don't want to declare anyone the asshole but i yeah, am gonna to. huh you don't have to you can say no, there's no assholes here well i yeah. am gonna say i will say that the father is I don't know. Do you think he has a point now. to be cautious about it. He he has he has concerns, which 
I get, you know, maybe you don't want your child bullied or maybe you, if it's, you're trying to protect your child because you don't want them bullied, I get it and I back it up, but there's not a whole lot of information because what if it's just, oh, well, he's embarrassed. Well, then get over that because, you know, yeah, you're an adult. Your, your child's going to embarrass, you're, you go to a store, a restaurant, and your child has a shit fit. That's embarrassing. Yeah, and that <laughs> you know, should be embarrassed about. You yeah. know, you got to deal with it anyway. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, um, Fuck, I'm gonna call. You know, I'm not gonna call anyone an asshole because I don't know his. You can send, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send this one out to be tabled because I don't have enough information, and I am going to dismiss the case. Uh, Carlo, yeah, because well, uh, <laughs> yeah, you you can totally say no assholes here. You see, everyone has a point, and you can you can that's that is perfectly re a reasonable uh, uh, summation of it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna land on the dad's the asshole. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's little hints of it again with the I try to get a, a male super DC hero like any male DC hero like just the it has to be a guy it just be a guy like that 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 desperation feels really weird because you're I, right. Wanna, no, you're right you're right there was no mitigation like how about we get you a Wonder Woman shirt so everyone can see that you're a Wonder Woman fan no 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 discussion on that side so there's no like what can we do that will make the kid happy it's like fuck the kid's happiness me well how am i gonna feel about it mm -hmm. little lines like i told my wife that she needs to talk to him herself because i'm not gonna let my son cross-dress all day for his birthday it's a cost <laughs> it's it's a costume no, you're right it's not cross-dressing no one is doing any cross-dressing she's he's dressed up in a costume this is not cross-dressing there's a very big difference there she needs to talk to my son I'm not able to. I'm a man. Hmm. Why the fuck did she need to talk to him herself? Why can't you talk to your kid? Why can't you find a middle ground? Why can't you hear what makes a kid happy? Why is your kid's happiness less important mm -hmm. than a moment of discomfort when your your brother-in-law or somebody goes like, why is he wearing a skirt? It's like, he's a Wonder Woman, stupid. What's wrong with you? You know what Wonder Woman is? Mm -hmm. So because that is that loving your child is just too much of an effort, I'm going to put him decidedly in the asshole co column. The kid is a victim of this. I feel bad for the, the wife who's having to put up with it. She, she immediately started ordering decorations. She's into it. This is cool. This is something they share together, and he's going to try to take it from them because he doesn't want people to need. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally, I, 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 you know, I can see that. I can totally see that. Now that you've kind of... Uh kind of like pointing out some stuff that I, I think just escaped me you know if you're you're kind of right that that does make him the asshole in the sense that he is basically you know like pushing it off on the mom like here's some male comic uh characters to look at yeah, um, this is what you're allowed to have yeah and so i guess more that that kind of indicates to me maybe that's more of an embarrassment thing rather than a let me protect my child thing but yeah. Again, because I do agree. If it was if it was a school function, that's a very big difference because oh, it's yeah. not just a matter of well, your family respect respect your family. Mm -hmm. But this is people outside; they can be shitty. Oh yeah, you need to be ready for that. You're eight. Maybe you don't need someone, uh, some kid, trying to hit you because they don't agree with how you're dressed. You're eight. Mm -hmm. You don't need to. You don't need to. You're gonna. If if this is gonna be an ongoing thing, that's a fight you're gonna have your whole life. Yeah, you don't need to get to get have that fight right now. Yeah, so exactly. maybe the t-shirt's fun for school. Like there would, there would be something if it was a school function. I get the wanting to defend my child from other people, but it's just family. Yeah, and if my family member tells them like, 
I don't accept your kid. You're not in my family. Yeah, do I'm done. I, what, I'm, I'm, I don't have any of this like, well, they're family. They were my family. They chose to remove themselves. Mm-hmm. You respect me and mine or get the fuck out. Zero tolerance. Yeah. I don't, I don't play with that for one goddamn moment. And I totally get that. I totally get that and totally respect that. And, and, I, and I, I, I totally see that too. Uh, this has a lot of variables in it that are just... Um, that make it... I, I really little, wish I had more information. I, I wish I had yeah. more information type of thing. But I'm going to I'm going to agree with you, but yet I'm still going to table it because I don't have all the information I want, yeah. even though it does sound, yeah. you know, it does sound like it's an embarrassment thing for him. Mm-hmm. But I don't have anything indicating that, hey, maybe it's more of a protective maybe i don't know maybe his family's ultra conservative you know i don't know protestanty type of thing i, I just don't know so it could be like hey uh, we we work in the family business mm-hmm. and grandpa is an asshole <laughs> i don't care but grandpa will cut us off and we're homeless yeah all right well, we got to put up we got to put up the facade until, until the old man's dead and we can shit on his grave yeah fine so i don't i, I don't know yeah yeah so, so I, there, there's there's some wiggle room mm-hmm. pending further information I'm going to, I'm going to rule in favor of the kid. Um, pending further information, there won't be any, cause this is, this is obviously from a while back. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from last year. Uh, some of the, um, and of course, uh, it's the internet. So a lot of these comments are fucking useless. But what uh, did the internet decide? Did they decide he was an asshole or? Yes, he was decided okay. that he was decided as an asshole because I mean, for a lot of the same reason, but there was the, the internet is ready to, I think as, as they don't make room for, unless this is a reason, there's mitigations, they're like, he's an asshole. So they kind of, uh, they was declared an asshole, uh, but then it was deleted. So the, the official marking isn't there anymore, but it was supposedly he was declared an asshole uh, by the person, by the, the, the poster that reposted it. Some of the, uh, one of the things in, his, in the defense of the father, in Opie's defense, Wonder Woman 1984 is an absolute terrible movie. <laughs> uh then most and that's most of the conversation is people fighting over whether or not they like uh i was heartbroken by it i was being shitty i was totally heartbreak broken by 1984 i think that that was just like way too long and the plot could have been better had they tightened that up but that's just me what the fuck do i know uh one poster i'm 37 male and i was princess Leia for halloween Costumes aren't cross-dressing. Yeah, <laughs> costumes and cross-dressing are two different things. Yeah, Cro- no, totally, totally. Like I know, thrill mm-hmm. or performative art, and uh, costumes are a different type of performative art. So, yeah, no, this <laughs> is true too. Um, yeah. You know, I know someone who a guy who went as Genie from I Dream of Genie. Yeah. You know, he's married, happily married, and all this stuff. Yeah. So you know, it's. It's it's not that yeah. big of a deal. And cross dressing doesn't doesn't uh, indicate homosexuality, bisexuality, uh, pansexual, anything. Cross dressing is just I prefer to dress in a way. Usually, like, cross dressing with capital C is now like in a hyperbolized opposite of my uh, of my perceived sexual identity. That's pretty much all it is. Like people, like you go like, but you're you have a penis. Yes, and I'm dressed like this. Mm-hmm. That's cross dressing. Like that's it. It was not even like, well, you identify a woman. Yeah, well, then they're just dressed. <laughs> it has to be. It is based on the perception of others. Aren't you? 
and I'm not sure now, or full, or, or, and, and of course, performative, where it's like, some people are like, oh, no, I'm just kind of a, you know, just kind of a quiet dude. Yeah. Then sometimes I am Cherry Magnolia, and I'm the fiercest bitch in the world, you know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a, a, tied to gender or sex or kink. It can just be fucking fun. And you know what? If your kid like comes out and is a, does a really good job, then like get him a makeup kit. You know, you can get a fucking career off doing it well. Oh God, yeah. You really I'm just saying? Could. Like I got my, I still have my makeup kit from my theater days. Every once in a while, like I, I, uh, I was seeing a woman a couple of years ago, and she was like embarrassed because she had like. We went to we went to Sephora and she got a bunch of makeup and she spent like she got like four things she spent like hundred twenty dollars she was really embarrassed and she showed me her makeup stuff I was like that's not embarrassing I mean if you enjoy it like yeah but like I have so much it's and I showed her my makeup kit and it's this massive black box it is um, I'd say a foot across and hands and uh, eight inches like high it opens up at the top and then little panels kind of like rise and pull out of it mm-hmm. and she's like why do you have that I'm like i did theater i need to be pretty bitch mm-hmm. what you want <laughs> don't you judge me i i, I you know <laughs> yeah i did theater too i have a makeup kit my makeup kit yeah. is relatively small i mean it, it does have like various well, I, have to do a, I have had to do a lot of weird makeup stuff to be but honest. I have, I, I have, I even have clown makeup. I have, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, just stuff to kind of like, if I want to do like other things, like if I want to put like a red hand across my face type of, I, I have things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. But I, I, you know, I have mascara, so I can actually draw, draw in like more mm-hmm. details on top of, you know, it doesn't make anyone, you know. Mm-hmm it's just it's part of the art it's part of the skill of being able to to do this yeah and i I think people need to be a little bit more you know hey there there are better fights to be having right now yeah at any time yeah there are better wars to fight but on that note if you if you have any Wonder Woman inspirations, or maybe you have a a Wonder Woman costume that inspires you, we'd love to see it. You know, if you ever have pictures from Halloween where you were Wonder Woman, we'd love to see that too. That'd yeah, be awesome. Share it with us, please. Share it on our uh, social medias, Carlos. What is our social medias? You can reach us on Twitter or Instagram, both at the VCR Show, or you can go old school and email them to the VCR Show at gmail.com. If you prefer to do that and you'd be interested in having any of your content on one of our platforms, please leave that as a note in the email so we know you're cool with it. Absolutely. Otherwise, we'll assume no. Yes, and we'll just look at it and be like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. So until next time, I'm Vada. I'm Carlo. And you've been listening to VCR. Bye. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. You need a clean space? Call a clean space for you in multi-services and ask for our friend Rachel. They can be contacted at 832-297-1704 or you can email them at you at gmail.com. Need some sweet treats for your next big event or maybe you just have a sweet tooth? Check out Skippity Cakes. That's Skippity Cakes, S-K-I-P-P-I-T-Y-C-A-K-E-S dot com. Check them out for all of your sweet treat needs, things such as cakes, cupcakes, and cake pops. Also, check them out for their varieties of face masks, t-shirts, and coffee mugs. 
You can also contact them at 281-221-9703. That's 281-221-9703. Again, that's Skippity Cakes. Say hi to our friend Rosie for us. You've been listening to VCR, creative content by Richard Christopher Vada and Carlo Manuel Magana. The logo created by Richard Christopher Vada with assistance from Annie Ramirez. The theme song is The Messenger by Silent Partner and can be found on YouTube Music Library. You can follow us on our social media platforms such as Twitter and Instagram at The VCR Show. You can also email us your thoughts, comments, and concerns to the VCR Show at gmail.com.